my mother, the, the procedure went well. You, you said so yourself. Clean margins, you're just charging her today. The cancer came back. Okay, stop, stop. No, you're, my mom is Maria Rambo. Look it up, I mean, look, look it up, Maria Rambo. I don't understand what's happening, but you need to listen to me. Maria died three years ago. No, 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 no. Which you... was two years after you. After I what? After I what? After you disappeared. And welcome back to A Star Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we're your hosts, Jeffrey. And Die. Hello, hello, and welcome back, everybody. Hello, friends. Hello. Hello. We are here. We are here. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. Our last real episode of yes. the year. Uh-huh. Which is kind of crazy. I know. Another another like yeah, it's kind of just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Time flies. And so it really uh, does. And and you know, like we kind of mentioned this in the last episode, but like not only is time flying, but like now that the floodgates have opened and the shackles have been removed, like stuff is just pouring out left and right. And so like it seems like they're trying to jam everything into the last bits of December. Well, they still can when it comes to like all the marketing stuff that's coming out. Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone has year. to fill out their marketing budgets, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to use know, up their marketing budget. Finish that Q4. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. So top of the the list that I have here, Madame Web, <laughs> the official posters are out. Oh, yeah, I did see those. Yeah. It's basically a poster and a variant of the, the same poster. Basically. Yeah. And in, in true form, it, Sony form, it's fine it's fine it, it's, it says the the name of the movie yeah <laughs> i was like okay. it shows who's in it oh, okay all right i don't know man i mm, i don't know something I'm still kinda... <laughs> I, before before I, we won't harp on this too long but my, yeah. I, I saw one like t- tweet on twitter once i'm mm-hmm. not i'm still refusing to call it x yeah there is just like i think it was one of those things that you quote to you didn't respond with it yeah and then the question the tweet was they're like what's What's one thing about the Sony, like the Sony verse movies that, like you, um, that you you have to say or whatever? Mm-hmm. And someone was like, "There's literally no Spider-Man in any of them." Yeah, and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. true. It's wild, right? Yeah, none of them. Can't really none be mad them. at that yeah. comment as much yeah. as like, yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. Um, it's kind of crazy because even like Morbius, you know, like they had cut that brief whatever it was that." Toby's Spider-Man was graffitied on the wall. Like that didn't make it into the final cut. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh wow, he's like not in any of these films. Yeah, like every Sony, <laughs> every Sony verse movie oh, can have Venom. Yeah. Can have an every. Yeah. It can be about anything. It just can't have Spider-Man. It just in can't it. have Spider-Man. Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. Um. Anyway, <laughs> on to actual Spider-Man news. Despite seven nominations in this year's Game Awards, Marvel Spider-Man 2 got zero 
wins. Pain. At least I was in zero. How is that possible? At least like one. Like even if it wasn't like game of the year, because yeah. there's a pretty there's a pretty good amount. Sure. For for game but of the like year performance and like I don't know what else was there. Uh, yeah. I really wanted to go. Like eighty percent of why I wanted to go, I was really trying hard for tickets because I always forget that when they're on sale. And then I almost bought a resale for like 150. Mm. And then I was like, oh, maybe they'll go down the day of. And then I checked the day of and they were like 600, 700. Jeez. I was like, never mind. And and I wanted to go because I was like, oh, Spider-Man's going to take so many awards. I want to be there. And it's also, you know, Last of Us 10th anniversary. I was like, oh, maybe they'll do something. And so neither of those things happened. Yeah. <laughs> Aside the fact that they were like, oh, you know, a new version of Last of Us Part 2 is coming out. But, but... Yeah, like not one Pain. award. Pain. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Um, but an upside is is that, I mean, I guess it's delayed, so maybe it's not so good. But New Game Plus, I guess, is has been. I'll take it. I need. To, I need me some DLCs. Yeah, I wonder. What do you ha- do? You have an idea of what you think it might be? Maybe something with the chameleon. Chameleon. Like, like we saw. Yeah, like we said. Too. Um, More Mysterio, maybe? Maybe, possibly, or maybe introduce another like low-level threat, like how yeah. they did. Stiltman! Stilt- <laughs> that is never going to let go of I'm Stiltman. I'm waiting. Oh, sorry, Bucky. I didn't need to wake you up. Yeah, uh, I'm waiting. Because what did they have in the last one? It was a black hat, and then it was uh, the hammerhead one. Hammerhead. So, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it's either the same amount or yeah. just one big DLC um but maybe chameleon that i think that would yeah yeah that makes most sense for sure yeah i like it also speaking of games they did drop a new fresh trailer for a game no one saw coming oh yeah blade Blade. uh i forget the name of the studio that was making it it's not insomniac but i I forgot the other one yeah i totally forgot i totally forget the name but Yeah. yeah no i'm super down for it what is it? Is it New Orleans? No, it's French New Orleans. French New Orleans. Possibly. That sounds familiar. <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. super down, super duper down. Um, I'm already excited. I had actually commented on Agent M's Instagram because I was like, I love that everyone's all in and it wasn't even gameplay. It was yeah, just Yeah, it was just like a teaser of like, oh, we're gonna make this. Super duper teaser. Yeah, and it looks incredible already. But uh I am waiting for the other Logan shoe to drop. Like, when is this? When is Wolverine happening? The Wolverine. I mean, they got recently hacked. Oh, Insomniac. Yeah, yeah, Insomniac got hacked because of the, like, whatever they were trying to do. But I'm curious when that's coming out. It should be any month now, right? Either, no, I think it'll. I think it still t- takes really? some time. Yeah, summer. Maybe and maybe yeah, maybe holiday next year. Wow, really? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I would rather just them take yeah, time on a game because games take yeah. a long time to develop. So yeah, for sure, because theirs was also a teaser, right? The Wolverine. Yeah, teaser. no gameplay. So yeah. like, not even gameplay has re- been revealed. Yeah, just at the bar. But also, relating to video games, E3. There's no more E3. No more E3. Did you ever go to E3? No, mm. especially in its. I mean, because I was like young at the time, so at its peak heyday. Yeah. I mean, uh, I couldn't really convince my parents to sure. to take me to that. And it that, was a higher end too. Like it costs a bit more than just Anime Expo or yeah. Los but Comic it was Con. just like the yeah like thing to be at if you're mm-hmm. really into games, which I yeah. am. Yeah. So, but I, I went to two of them oh. ever. Yeah, one a long, long, long time ago, and then one maybe I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. Uh-huh. But it is difficult to get into 
a little bit, you know, because you have to. I mean, be it was always like some sort because there was always like something good, like releasing always every year. And the showroom floor is dope. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was really cool. Sad, but super sad. I'm kind of. I guess it goes to show like where yeah. like video games are now. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's going to be some sort of. I don't know. Maybe somebody will come up out of the trenches and save the industry, so to speak. Yeah. Or combine forces, but I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, R.I.P. E3. Um. So uh, on the studio side of things, they recently Marvel Studios re- recently had a screening of What If season two on the uh, Disney lot. Yes. How and when, I don't even understand. All I saw was that it popped up on my feed, and I was like, that would have been nice to know about. <laughs> was it oh, Was it for fans, or was it for... I can't really tell. It's a bit employees. of better... I think it was employees as well as, like... Plus ones? Bloggers uh, and such. Oh, like press, media press. thing? Yeah, I think it was a media event, so it was kind of like, ah. Uh. Um, but, but yeah, the, the reviews seem pretty great so far. Pretty positive, all things considered. Yeah. Um, and and uh, so pretty stoked. The new season debuts next Friday, December twenty second, and uh, for nine days straight with new episodes. So be sure to check Ooh. it out. And also, it like just to just for FYI for people who haven't watched the first season, um, watching season one isn't totally necessary, but it'll definitely definitely help with some yeah. underlying context. I think there'll be definitely some recurring yeah. storylines and or characters. Yeah, but but not not yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, you it's don't need to watch story. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at all. Uh, but yeah. So I guess if that's all of our Marvel news for now, we may as well move on to yep. our final character, twenty twenty three. But a reminder: first, we are not experts, and we don't claim to be. We're just a couple of nerds nerding out. And in this episode, we are going to nerd out over. Monica Rambo, aka Photon. Woo! Uh, created by Roger Stern and John Romita Jr. Uh, Monica's first appearance, The Amazing Spider-Man Annual, number 16. Interesting. October 1982. Oh wow. Do you want to guess the cover price? 1982. But oh. here's a curveball. I'll give give you this hint at least. It's also an annual. It means more pages. Oh. Uh. So it's a little more than your normal comic. Oh, so it's like a it's a it's a it's a bigger it's size. Like two comic. times as big. Yeah. Nineteen eighty two. Okay, all right, guys, go down memory lane with me. The last couple episodes, <laughs> we're saying the nineteen sixties, right? It yeah. was about like ten. Yeah. Ten. You get you get into the mid sixties, early late, maybe late sixties, uh-huh. early seventies. Yeah. It was at twelve cents, mm-hmm. and then seventies. Where 25, I think mm-hmm. I remember it being either 15 or 25. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Now we're in the 80s. Now you're 80s and an annual. Can I ask the question of what is the average page of a, a average number of pages in a comic book? It would be without ads, 16 to 21. So this annual would be about 40, 50 pages, depending if there's a bonus story. So there's a double and then a small short or something. And then, of course, letters to the editor and you know, whatever. Ooh, I want to... <laughs> my... Ooh. <laughs> like, I want to say... I want to go around, you know, the, the triple dig. Triple yeah? digit lane. What's your triple dig? Like, just like like a, like a dollar. But, but, but because... See? But now we're in the 80s, but I'm also thinking like, okay, 
Maybe like maybe a 75, 85. Mm. Let me just say king size annual. King, that's what I'm saying. The, the annual size is screwing my mind up. Final answer. I'm going to go a buck. Mm, I'm going to just put a range of a buck 25. It's like the price is right. <laughs> and you're going do, 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 I know, do, no, no, do, no. Do, like, do, give me a two ninety nine, Bob. Do, 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 do. You should have stayed at one. Oh, it was one. One dollar. Oh. <laughs> I was like, don't say 25. Don't say 25. <laughs> so here's the cover Pain. of the Amazing Spider-Man King Size Annual number 16 from 1982. Oh, wow. That's, wow. Yeah. That's supposed to, is that supposed, that's not supposed to be her. That's, that's her. Yeah. That's her? That's her. Because oh, it wow. does say on the cover, presenting the exciting origin of the all new, all different, all terrific Captain Marvel. So it was uh. a full introduction to a very new character and they're wow. like of course they're not gonna give it to you on the cover you gotta open the book you gotta, you gotta read buy it. the book yeah. to get it um and of course you know you see the avengers awestruck and this team at the time uh well it wasn't just the avengers looking at it now it's it's thor iron man the thing uh spider-man captain america hawkeye and wasp so they're all like whoa what is that powerful weird I wouldn't even know yeah. what to call it. You can't even tell if it's her front or back, which is kind of funny too. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. what, what, what are we looking <laughs> oh, at Oh, I here? guess you're looking at her back. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just a powerful beam of light. But uh, the highest that you could get of this comic book right now uh, on short box is a CGC graded 9.8 for about $1,100. Um, while on eBay, a CGC 9.8 goes for twice as much and then some for 2500 um the form the fair market value was actually 500 to 700 so both people are overcharging up the walls this book <laughs> yeah uh, you should be getting it for for less than a grand for sure but um yeah to be to be expected um monica's like even at 1982 she's still a relatively modern character mm-hmm. um and she also has a number of first appearances. Like this is her very, very, very first appearance as Captain Marvel. But uh, she's got a couple in in the basket, so you know you could get one of every single different iteration of her characters. But we'll talk about that soon enough. Um, as for the lowest grades of this book, so uh, Shortbox has a CGC three point zero for thirty nine bucks, and then eBay has a CGC six point zero for seventy five bucks. I don't know how this math works. Oh my it's gosh. very interesting. I don't think people look, they don't seem to be cross-checking like sources, which is They're weird. like, screw it. This is how much yeah, I want. Yeah, this is how much I want for it. And uh, of course, you can get a raw copy um, at any particular quality, depending on the seller, for about 15 to 20 bucks. So that's not bad. If, if you're a Monica Rambeau lover, like, yeah. dang, that's a, that's a pretty good deal. So uh, first exposure to the character. I mean, it has to be... WandaVision. Yeah? Yeah. I, or I, Captain Marvel. Well, I guess WandaVision. Oh, uh, well. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question, right? When it comes to Monica Rambeau Photon. Oh, well, yeah. I was thinking strictly like. An, an adult. In the suit. Like, yeah. it, like at, with the powers. Okay. And I was like, boo, I, yeah. went, I went straight to, you know, to WandaVision. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. yes, technically. Yeah, because when it came to. Uh, Captain Marvel, you mm-hmm. just know Monica as a child, and you don't really yeah. think about it. Because I, I wasn't 
well, I think I was made aware until after the movie where I, where you told me like, oh, that's like that's Photon, like yeah. Carol Danvers' friend is you know, you know yeah, you know Photon, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, um, but I think I just think of the scene in um, WandaVision where she's going through the the Scarlet Witch walls, yeah, yeah. and she gets Scarlet her powers, and I was just like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, me. <laughs> she's always been she had always been kind of like on the side somewhere like uh-huh. the, the captain marvel thing actually hit after the films i feel like i knew her more as photon and spectrum because she has been in different books that i've read yeah um just like like this for instance like it's so it's so far back but like she's just been integrated into random places and she's always kind of part of or or teaming up with some other character that i was really into at whatever time mm-hmm. Um, and so she's kind of been there for a while, but I, I would say that I didn't, I wasn't fully aware of her until more modern ages, probably, probably Uh the last 10 years or so, maybe 20, not 10, 10 or 15 years. Um, definitely not, not from the get go, but, um, before the cinematic films, of course. Um, yeah. So she's, I've always liked her. She's kind of, she's a bit spicier in the comics, if you can even believe it. Mm. She's already got, she's got like... She's got like great like Tiana um, Paris like really portrays her well. And of course, we'll get to her soon. But um, she already portrays her with such a spice that it's like, dang, you know, like you really like this character. In the books, I feel like she's even got a little more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's got a bit more of an attitude, um, and so it's always lent the character herself like a good. She, it gives her a great service. It does her a great service because she stands out from the usual female character, sub superhero type of, you know, during her era. Yeah. She was more than just a pretty face. Mm. Um, but uh, from that, we will read from the mini book. And so uh, in the mini book, she's actually listed as Spectrum. And for your information, Five feet, eight inches. Oh, my gosh. 130 pounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and the the blurb says, <sighs> exposure to an extra-dimensional disruptor weapon, weapon imbued Monica Rambeau with energy-manipulating powers that she has used in various heroic guises, including Captain Marvel, Photon, Pulsar, and Spectrum. The latter more aptly describing, describing the wide array of Monica's energized abilities. And so this is actually the the first suit that I was exposed to her as. It's very, it's kind of similar as it is different than the MCU, but they did they did this thing where they're like, let's throw a trench coat on her for no reason. And so she's got the black and white with a black trench. Just, Love that. Yeah, just mysterious. Mysterious. Yeah, the mysterious and edgy uh, <laughs> look. Um, yeah. So so pretty on the nose. It's. Uh, as we'll get into her origin it is actually kind of interesting because I, as I was writing I was like oh yeah no her origin's pretty different from WandaVision and then I started writing it out and I was like actually oh really <laughs> it's actually got some interesting parallels so um Monica's first appearance is already interesting because she comes from the Spider-Man book right like yeah like I just mentioned and so um like there's no beating around the bush either like we're we're immediately introduced to her like you turn the page boom she's on the page oh wow monica rambo and it's 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 interesting because she's a bypasser she's just somebody getting off a train 
um, taking public transportation and Peter Parker is being a man and <laughs> he's instantly taken by her. Wow. And so he's just you know, doing his own thing and then she walks by and he's like, oh, hello there. <laughs> he like, even says in this, in this thought bubble, oh, sorry, she was taking the bus. He says in this thought bubble, he's like, wow, I've never seen anyone like her before. Not in the Port Authority bus terminal. She's stunning. Yeah. And then he follows her. Jeez. <laughs> he's a creeper. But it's funny because he... No Riz. Yeah, no no Riz. <laughs> Peter Parker Riz, nah. Um, and, and yeah, he he follows her and not... It, it's funny because he's so self-aware that even in the narrative, he's thinking like, oh, I'm going to follow her just because I want to make sure that she's safe and not because I'm a, I'm a pervert. He says pervert. I'm pretty sure he oh says pervert. Gosh. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, Pete. What's going on? So Good even in the lordy 80s, lordy. yeah, even in the eighties, he's still kind of popping in a, in a funny way. But so he he goes and he he follows her, but not only because she's beautiful, but because she's also triggering his spider senses. So this is the real reason. He's like, wait, there's something going on. So he's tingling. <laughs> he's tingling. <laughs> his what is it? Part his his Peter tingle is going off, and so Monica seems to be walking with purpose but she's she's going toward a bad part of town so of course he's more inclined to follow her for that reason and so on cue almost she gets she she's mugged by two people oh man because she's well dressed she's beautiful and she's by herself yeah and so she gets she gets ambushed by these two muggers and one guy pulls her from behind in a choke hold. The other guy like reaches for her purse and takes off. And whereas any other character might just be like, oh no, my purse. No. She like legit kicks or tries to defend herself and she runs after the guy. Uh -huh. And then here comes Spidey like in the nick of time to save her. He's fully clothed and in his uniform. He comes and, and takes one out, gets the purse, and then finds her that she's actually actively protecting herself. Uh. And so when, <laughs> when, when she's cornered, she's, got, she's hunkered down, he finishes the job, but she's unaware that he's there. And she takes a swing and actually knocks him out oh, <laughs> or shit. knocks him down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, no, you know. And so she takes off and it cuts to this like crazy silhouette of like she's on the Empire State Building and she's having like she's having a like a deep emotional like thought. OK. <laughs> and looking out at the, the sunset hitting New York City. As and, one does. As one does. And then that's like the perfect interlude for her origin story her true origin story and so this is when we're revealed that monica came from new orleans uh-huh so she was actually part of new orleans police police she was part of the police department a lieutenant uh-huh and so she she goes in to see her captain or whatever the the superior's title is and She's essentially trying to make a name for herself, get the get the role, get the promotion that she deserves. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah, Jeff yeah, yeah, and yeah. I especially have been there. And so she's standing her ground and she's like, hey, why did this why did this police officer get the role? Yeah. When I do twice the work. I get twice the I I do everything better. Better. Yeah. I deserve this role. 
And the 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 chief, oh the chief, I guess he's he straight up says he's like, oh well, he's just better for the job, and your <laughs> methods are a bit too unorthodox for us. Mm. And so she she basically gets in his face, and again, like I said, spicy. She's so spicy. Yeah. She's like, you could just say it's because I'm a woman. Like you don't have to, you know, like you don't have to play. Like it's because I'm a woman. And he's like, well, that ain't the only thing, but yeah, that's part of it. And so she storms out. She's like ready on a rampage. She's like, no, nope, no, nope, that's not that's not good enough for me. She goes back to her uh, her office, and she's met with this old man who uh, goes by the name Professor Andre Leclerc. Mm -hmm. And so it ends up that he was actually a friend of her grandfather's. And he tells her about this whole story about, oh, there are two men uh, by the name of Generalissimo Ernesto Ramirez and Philippe Picaro, mm -hmm. uh, who, are, who are trying to weaponize this technology that the professor helped create. And so Picaro, in particular, was the professor's former assistant. So he's essentially taken the tech and they're like, we're going to do bad things with this tech. <laughs> it didn't mean to sound like a weird version of Stanley, but... <laughs> so it's it's essentially uh technology that that um draws energy from multiple dimensions and it creates like a newfound energy that has the power of an atom bomb and then some so he <laughs> he's like pleading with her he's like i've tried other government officials i've tried other police departments no one will listen to me they all call me a crazy old man uh-huh and monica yeah and monica is so um she again unorthodox that she's like oh i'll take it let me help you and so she actually puts in the effort to help this funny old man yeah. who doesn't really have a basis for any of it but she's willing to take the the uh the uh the challenge and 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 figure this out and especially if it's legitimate she wants to save whoever she can save mm -hmm. because like many of our great heroes she's a hero deep down yeah and so and the, i put on my notes bikini lol because like the next scene over yeah they're they cut they cut to like they're in a yacht not a yacht they're in a speedboat they're uh -huh. going across the river and quote unquote again unorthodox she's in a bikini <laughs> she's like straight up in a bikini uh -huh. with a oversized like button up shirt that's open sure yeah and they're in this speedboat together and they're uh. they're going to this um what kind of i don't know some ocean vessel sea vessel uh -huh. big ship okay big ship um, <laughs> to come to kind of like, uh, what is the word? They want to approach the, whoever is taken the, the two guys and their guys who have taken the tech, the yeah. bad guys, they're there to talk to the bad guys. And so, uh, the professor kind of, you know, sneaks on board, whereas Monica gets the attention of the okay. of the soldiers yeah and at first they're like who goes there and they have like their guns out and then she's like hi fellas of course and she's just like tea for days just tea spilling for days yeah. she's like right out there and it's racy for an 80s comic i was just like yo that's interesting yeah and so um she she gets she distracts them 
And she's like, oh, can someone help me? I need to communicate with somebody on land. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, uh, sure, come aboard. Yeah, not sketchy that you're yeah. just on this thing in the middle of the ocean, sure. <laughs> exactly, it's, so, it's something straight out of Miami Vice. And so she gets on, gets aboard um, the, the ship and she makes her way to Philippe himself. So this is the professor's assistant. And she essentially starts to woo him so much that they actually stop to have a picnic in the middle of this entire scenario. And then the alarms go off. And when the alarms go off, it's the professor attempting to destroy the, the mechanism. Yeah. And so, of course, all the soldiers, all the army guys, whatever they are, they all like scurry to this one area, the oper- op- operative room or whatever it was. And they find the professor and seize him and and they're like, oh, you know, like uh, you're trying to overtake the the controls again. And, you know, like we told you, we're going to destroy the eastern seaboard. They're like really like they want to destroy things. They just want to blow things up. And um, and so Philippe is particularly like annoyed because he fell for Monica just, you know, being sexual yeah. <laughs> trying to seduce him like, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And so they get into it and he's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm gonna launch I'm gonna launch or I don't know how you would even like what the, the correct term would be, because he he has to like hone all of the energy that this this tech has like yeah. been able to conduct and then disperse it. So I don't know if it's like it's not necessarily like a missile or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. almost like a giant laser gun if you will. Sure, like an EMP <laughs> almost, yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> is actually a really good way of saying it. And so Monica, once again, is is diving in, you know, headfirst into the danger and she just like starts pounding on it with her fists. Mm-hmm. She starts breaking the control panel. Yeah. And it explodes and everybody is get, gets taken down. But the crazy thing is, is that Monica is almost immediately transported back to the port and she finds herself in a warehouse and she's dizzy and she's like yeah, sparking yeah, yeah. and stuff. You know, it's like really she's still in her bikini. It's <laughs> hilarious. But coincidentally and thankfully, she's transported into a warehouse that happens to have a bunch of uh, like um, New Orleans Mardi Gras costumes. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, I, I need to get back and help the professor, but I need some clothes first. And so. She rummages through the costumes, and what does she find? She finds parts of costumes that she then puts together uh-huh. to create oh, wow. her Captain Marvel outfit. Uh-huh. So that's the funny thing. This is supposed to be like a Mardi Gras Mardi type Gras. of thing. Yeah. And so in the film, there's that part where they get the upgrade. On on uh, Aladna, Aladna, when yeah. they all get their new costumes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she has those things under her. Oh, the little flaps. The yeah, flaps. yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the yeah, flaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so there's supposed to be a Mardi Gras. So she she that's how she she pulls together her costume, her first costume. Wow. In the comics, she goes back to the ship. The professor has already been been beaten down. There's clearly been some chaos that has ensued because men have fallen. And, um, but she comes in, she saves the day. She closes the, this portal that the energy that fully, being opened, yeah, yeah. that the thing opens and it didn't swallow her whole. So it actually altered her DNA a bit because the first blow like changed her DNA. The second blow 
then mutated that already genetic mutation. Yeah. So she almost got, she upgraded herself within the span of one issue. Wow. Which is kind of nuts. And so as, as, um, as this is all happening and it's coming to a conclusion, she stopped the bad guy. Yeah. She gets the professor and she's able to usher him out, even though he got like a shot in the shoulder or something. Uh-huh. She's, she's able to take him away. And as she's leaving this, one of the soldiers he in Spanish, it appears he's speaking in Spanish and he goes, Captain, he called her his captain because the, uh, the professor, he I'm assuming he speaks in a French accent because uh-huh. he always says like, oh, mon ami, my captain, my captain. <laughs> <laughs> he calls her. He calls Monica his captain, even though she's like, I'm not a captain. He's like, no, no, but you are my captain. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so the Spanish guy is thinking in his head, oh, he called her captain. She saved us. And he's like, ha ha, saved all of us. And then he says out loud, he's like, he's still like affected by the explosion. So he's a bit dizzy. Yeah. He's the little stars around his head. And he's like, Captain Est Maravilla. Captain Maravilla. And so the next day, or whenever this is, the yeah. professor's like, oh, I don't know if you've seen the news. And he pulls out a newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the headline says, Navy investigates explosion. Who is Captain Marvel? Wow. So she got her name because the soldiers were like, Marvel. She's a yeah, marvelous yeah, yeah. captain. And so that's kind of how her namesake comes about. Wow. <laughs> and so very quickly before we move on, um, despite the current usage of Captain Marvel in pop culture, Monica's namesake in the comics did not stem from Carol, nor the original Marvel. She takes on the name thanks to the newspapers. And so she was like, okay, well, why not? And also because Marvel, who was Captain America, died of cancer. It's a completely different storyline. Uh, yeah. We don't need to talk about it, but there was no Captain Marvel. So she was like, all right, well, good timing for me. I'm a captain now. And she takes the name. And then later, Monica changed her code name because of Genus Vell, who was Marvel's son. Um, and he wanted to be known as Captain Marvel, you know, like his father. And so then Monica changed her name to Photon. But then Genus Val was like, I want to be Photon. And so she's like, all right, fine. So then she changed to Pulsar and then she became Spectrum. So oh she's my gosh. more yeah. recently known as Spectrum. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like this poor woman cannot keep, she cannot keep her own name because they keep intermingling the Marvels like keep changing names, but it kind of runs in the family in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange, but in the comics, she is spectrum. Whereas in the movies, she is photon who of course is portrayed by Tayona Paris. Um, and by Akira Akbar as a child, uh, first seen in captain Marvel and then last seen in the Marvels. So, so yeah, how much do we love Tiana Paris? She's so I great. Her. I love yeah, her. Yeah, she's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. She just gets it. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, I I love her. And true I mean, even even better in Captain the Marvels. Yeah. So like, yeah. Oh, I mean, we'll we'll get to it in her powers and stuff, but sure. oh, she was so good. So yeah, yeah. So like, a quick rundown. <gasps> a quick rundown. She was a little girl who hung on her aunt's every word. Uh, And then at some point during her young adulthood, Maria, her mother, got diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was a victim of the blip. 
As shown in WandaVision, missing Maria's death entirely by two years. Still one of the best. Oof. Like every time they show a blip scene, it's always kind of wild because they're so perfectly inserted. You're kind of like, whoa, that really happened. That really happened. Yeah. And and Monica, Monica and Yelena's are both so high on like, wow, like that's the way you do it. And Monica's especially is just so heartbreaking because like one minute her mom is there, next minute it's just chaos. People are like appearing and it's like awful. And and yeah, the fact that like when I remember watching, I like immediately started crying because it was so, she played it so well too. Yeah. And it's, it's also kind of wild to think that like WandaVision was like three years ago. Yeah. At this point, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Was it end of 2020? Pretty much, yeah, right? End of 2020, early 20, whatever, yeah. Yeah, think it, so. it's, yeah, because I guess it was fall 2020, I guess, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so incredible. And so she's really shown, like, depth of character in the few years that we've seen her on screen, or even the few projects. We've only seen yeah. two projects at mm-hmm. this point. Um, and so in the MCU, she is not a member of the New Orleans Police Department, but instead she is a member of the U.S. Air Force. And um, she joins SWORD, which now has an acronym title, thanks to the Marvel's Sentient Weapon Observation and Response Division. I'm never going to remember any of these. I know, these are harder. Dude, <laughs> like, I, I barely remember <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. And then there was Saber. Yeah. And then there's and then Sword. And then Sword. Yeah. Well, Saber the one in WandaVision, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, Saber, Saber, no, Saber's the one that's in space. Sword is the one that's in WandaVision. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that. Sword didn't have like an acronym yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah. And then Saber didn't have an acronym for a while. They were just like, yeah, we see? don't know. Yeah. Never going to know. <laughs> exactly. And so, so Monica joined Sword. And then, uh, yeah, and then, like, you know, like Jeff said, she walks through one of Scarlet Witch's hex fields. And so there is an actual terminology for this wall that that Wanda created. And so it's known as a CMBR, a Cosmic Microwave Background Radiation Wall. Nice. Which then imbued Monica with the light-based powers. And so like the comic books, it's like... Monica in the comic books forced her hand onto this operative screen and then like broke into the power that way. Whereas in the MCU, she, 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 did she push herself? No, she didn't push herself in first. The first iteration is when Wanda pushes her out, right? When she gets, when she gets extracted from, from the world and then she pushes herself back in. Yes. Correct. Yes. Oh, no, the first time. Sorry. What am I saying? When Jimmy Woo, she and Jimmy Woo approached the, I was going to say WandaVille, (laughs) Westview. Westview. And then she touched the sign and then she gets zapped in. Yes. That's the first Yeah, yeah, she gets like sucked in. Yeah, she gets sucked in. And then the second time, so is is when she pushes through the field wearing the spacesuit. Yes. Or whatever suit that is. So, So when she did that, the first time imbued her with the powers, but the or the second time did. Then the third exposure to the radiation is what mixed her DNA. Mm-hmm. So it's the in and out, in and out, and then that final time is really what mutated her. I yeah. guess, which whatever you want to call it, which is more or less what the power we see in the Marvels is, where she's able to to like act as living light in a weird way. 
and mm-hmm. how she can it's funny because like you know speaking of first and second viewings like I didn't realize till the second viewing, like that she was just kind of phasing her hand through the very first scene yeah, when yeah. they're fixing the the exterior of the space shuttle. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I just thought I just thought she was touching stuff, but then yeah. I was like, oh wait, she's literally putting her hand through it. I'm like, oh, so they really introduce you to right away her abilities, yeah, right away, quick. yeah. And so uh, after the events of WandaVision, she joined Fury's Saber Station, which is the Strategic Aerospace Biophysics and Exolinguistic Response Station. <laughs> if you can remember either of these, even one of them, I'll be so impressed by you because I can't. I mean, I, I, barely, am, remembered, I barely remembered S.H.I.E.L.D. Strategic Aerospace Biophysics and Exolinguistic Response Nope. But wow, right? <laughs> nope. Or sentient weapon observation and response division. That nope. one's easier. Yeah, that, that one's, that that one one's is a little easier. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, she then re- later reunites with Aunt Carol, thanks to the power entanglement with Kamala Khan. And then uh, she remained unnamed by the end of the film, but those pops that we got at the fan event, mine, yes. mine definitely said photon on it. Yeah. So she's photon. They just... Won't say it. They won't say it. You never name drop. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, you know, excellent portrayal all the way through. I'm, again, like another character that they've really, I think people, like she's so underrated. Like I think people need to focus more on how great she is rather than, than how badly they think of whoever else. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what Tiana does with her in the next iteration of whatever she's in. I mean, yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll get to that when we get to it at the in this episode. But yeah. yeah, what where do you? Th- I think we talked about this already in our review episode. But where yeah. do you think she's going to pop up next? Do you have an idea? I can't remember. Could be Deadpool. Deadpool, right? I yeah. mean, that would make the most sense. Yeah, I agree. Actually, yeah. Okay, pop quiz time. Crap. Pop quiz. Last one. <laughs> last two, one of two. I have two questions for you. In this oh one. no! So second to last pop quiz of the year. Can you, Jeffrey? Nope. <laughs> name at least three of the code names that Kamala pitched to Monica in the Marvel. Oh my God! Ah! <laughs> uh. <laughs> and she did a lot. She did. She did a lot. She's on like, Aladdin. oh, so what's your name? And it's like, what's yeah. like, do you have a? Yeah. Do you have a code name? How about? A- how about? And what about? Fate. Fa- Something with phase? I feel like something with the... the fa- no. No, not quite. S- spectrum? A spectrum? Spectrum. One? Spectrum. Yeah, spectrum. I kind of gave you that one, but spectrum for sure. No, nah, she never said photon. No, no, they never said photon yet. Nah. Oh my gosh. Transparent girl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not... Too far off. <laughs> I forget. Not too far it, off. Oh my god! There was so that movie was so jam packed. Yeah, and she's so fast. Yeah, she said it really fast. I remember the scene too. Yeah, she says so many names in such. Because I remember, because I remember Monica being like, "I don't need one." Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and so. And she does say it. She did. She did pitch her twice. Yeah. So she pitched her a few names or one or two names at first, and then in Aladdin, she straight up said like eight. Oh, what about that? What about? Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm lost. I couldn't. Yeah. I was too. I was too <laughs> locked in the movie to. Yeah, but a hint is that two of them 
Did she say Spectrum? Did I say Spectrum? You said Spectrum. I said Spectrum. Two of them are existing characters. That's your hint. Oh. I have the full list. I know, yeah. Damn, what did she say? (laughs) They're really good ones, too. Oh, my God. If you don't remember one of these, I'll never forgive you. Dude, it's been a while. I'm also (laughs) waiting for it to come on Disney Plus so I can rewatch it again. Because I really want to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Oh my gosh. What was she like? No, I can't. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got one. So I'll <laughs> give you that. But the complete roster of names that Kamala gave Monica in the Marvels included Professor Marvel. Professor Marvel. Nova. Ah. Uh. Pulsar, and let's just Pul- say yeah. Pulsar, but Nova is also an yeah, existing yeah, yeah. character, and so uh, Richard Ryder. Uh, Pulsar, Vision. Oh, and sorry. then and then Carol was like, and, and there was like, oh no, I think that's taken. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh wait, no, that's taken. Lieutenant Trouble. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mistress Marvel. Ah. Uh. Doctor Bright. Spectrum. Spectrum Vision, Spectrum Vision, <laughs> Light Lady, and Frequency. Frequency. Yeah. So you were like right there, a hair off, just a hair off. It's there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't wait to. I think I'm gonna be rewatching that as soon. As no, it's for sure. Like Me a too. lot. I really enjoyed it. So I and because it's like it. a short movie, I think yeah. it's like easy to like exactly ingest. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So for powers and paraphernalia, so she's got a long list. Uh, Monica is imbued and uh, not limited to enhanced physiology, including energy form, flight, superhuman speed, intangibility, invisibility, energy blast and absorption, appearance alteration, hard light form, size alteration, and energy source. And then similarly, Monica's powers on uh, the MCU side include x-rays, gamma, energy, cosmic rays, infrared, and radio waves. So it's like, all things encompassing when it comes to light. Yeah. Light and light like power. Like she can phase out light. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Kamala can create like yeah. f- light fragments, whatever. Yeah. And then Carol is just, you know. Just light. OP. Sentient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's interesting how they've kind of interwoven the three of them to like balance out and also complement each other. In the MCU, um, uh-huh. because it's not like again, like we mentioned this in our Kamala Khan episode, because Kamala in the comics is not quite the same, or at least wasn't um, until this year, uh, where she was like quite, she was more adjacent to that of Mister Fantastic, yeah, than she is this light based, able to produce physical matter type of thing that she is now. So, so yeah, I, it's interesting that Monica is so powerful with light-based powers but she also has this other like carol can't phase through things you yes know what I mean? she cannot she can't but she's super powered but she can't do a lot of these things that that monica can and so it's also interesting that in the comics like she has the force of multi-dimensional energy yeah but still not the same as cap as carol no for instance like, i love cosmic energy i love the way they showed her powers in the movie Carol or Monica? Um, uh, oh, Monica. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, I thought she was just so great. 
all around. Yeah, like though there, I, I, we said it like when we did the review for the Marvels, but the fight scenes, mm-hmm. and there was a there was like an there was definitely moments in the movie where I think Monica did like a move, mm-hmm. and I audibly was like. I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> wow. And you know what I liked about what uh, Nia DaCosta had mentioned? I'm sure she's said this in many interviews, but she said it on stage that night as well before the film. Yeah. That Tiana was somebody and probably the most shy person when it came to doing the physical combat really? stunt stuff. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said something like it was really crazy to kind of see the way that Tiana came in like kind of apprehensive. And that's why like she's posted on her own Instagram, like her on oh, like, the wire like, yeah, work. Testing and all and that she's stuff. always screaming. Yeah, that looks like, scary. Ah! <laughs> yeah. But, but Nia was like, she came around and she brought it that when you see her on screen, you believe yeah. she's throwing that Easily. punch. Yeah. And it's like, dang, you know, it's actually right. Like a true sign of a, a really great actress because yeah, the way that, Monica carries herself like physically and also with her powers. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she knows like she, she's got a handle on what she's doing, which is really incredible. And so, uh, when it comes to aesthetic, I just have one picture there. Uh, I didn't put a comparison for you, Jeff, cause I, you don't really need it at all, but, yeah. but yeah. So throughout the majority of her tenure in the MCU so far, Monica is, is often depicted wearing blue or black and mm-hmm. white and we we saw this from from the get go in Captain Marvel, as well as in WandaVision, like the groovy seventies era. She was wearing a blue, like a dark navy blue shirt with a white jumper and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she's they they're doing the thing where they wear the colors of of their superheroisms until they actually get the official suit, which we see in the Marvels. Um, yeah, and it's pretty darn accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that last one on the yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's what's kind of wild to me because I'm like they've already gone so comic book accurate with her in the Marvels. I'm like how do they how do they glam up like this <sighs> outfit? I mean, I know this is like a hot take, but I guess it depends on the um the character that they're showing at the time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not I'm not like, I, I never get too mad if, if a character's outfit is not di- that different from one movie to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, there are a couple like it, like times where it's like, it's like, okay, like when it comes to Spider-Man, yeah. like, yeah, you kind of expect maybe to, a, a new cos- costume, mm-hmm. not as often as you, people think. Yeah. Same thing with Cap, but it's also just like, it's so, like, I feel like you don't have to upgrade their costume every single time you see them. I agree. But... I think it looks good. Like if it works, it works. And yeah. if 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 any there's any smaller upgrade, sure. But yeah. I mean, the power is all within her. Yeah. Like the suit isn't her power. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great way of saying it. Actually, <laughs> in my yeah. opinion, like you're not I agree. like yeah. like Iron Man makes sense. Yeah. It's a totally different technology. Yeah. Like yeah. you you have to upgrade technology, but when it comes to yeah. a suit that just is able to handle your powers, mm-hmm. I think that's okay. I mean. Yeah. Like when we think about like the Fantastic Four suits, yeah, I think of the, the original movie where Reed Richards made all the suits for to adapt to their powers. Yeah, I mean that's pretty, and that's all you pretty much you need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I think like because I thought the same of Carol, right? And then in this film, they gave us two new suits, one of which was like 
dull. So that was the whole point was that it was supposed to look worn down. And then when she gets the upgrade from Aladna, it's like the bigger star and it's fit. And so the most I could see them actually doing with Monica would be that they just try to make it slimmer and fit her better. Mm-hmm. But it already fit her really well. So again, I yeah. knows? it might just be a hairstyle, honestly. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, uh, also a shout out to costume designer Lindsay Pugh, who uh, apparently the Marvels was her first project. Oh, so wow. Her first, Mar- sorry, Marvel project. Okay. So that's yeah, her yeah. actual first costuming film for for the franchise or for the, the studio. So cheers to her. Did a great job. And then uh, that brings us to family, friends, and affiliations. So this is where we're going to start to see a little bit more of a divide between the two versions of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the top, we have uh, Frank and Maria Rambo in the comic books. And so... Both have less than 20 notable appearances in the comics, respectively. So I think Maria has like 13 or 15 actual appearances. In the comics? Yeah. Wow. And that could that could be as little as one frame. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's just an appearance. Yeah. And they've mentioned her only like a, f- a handful of times that she's not in it. Um, same for Frank. But uh, long story short, for, uh, or not so long, uh, Frank and Maria met both met and both served in the U.S. military, and Frank um, joined the New Orleans Fire Department after retiring. And um, so they were essentially doting parents who only wanted the best for their daughter and her well-being. And so when Monica joined the Avengers after, she basically is like, I don't want to be a police officer anymore. She, she resigns at the end of her origin story and she decides to do th- do better things with her life mm-hmm. and um she with the advice of spider-man as well as the fantastic four she ends up joining the avengers and and she finds her purpose that way and so frank and maria were like oh no we don't want you to get hurt oh you better take care you know like they just really want to dote on her um but that's it like we don't hear about or from them much more than that Mm. Other than her father has sort of a um, a heart defect or something, oh, okay. he's got like a, a bad um, issue with his heart. But other than that, yeah, they're they're not at all like in the MCU because we don't even know of yeah. Frank. Yeah, we just know Maria. And so, speaking of Maria, uh, portrayed by the amazing Lashana Lynch, mm-hmm. um, she in the MCU is a very different story. She is the founder of the Sentient Weapon Observation and Response Division, otherwise known as Shield. Once served as the U.S. Air Force uh, in the U.S. Air Force as well, um, and her military status in the comics was added after the film came out. So they did the old let's make the comic book like the film version. (laughs) And so when she gained relevance because of the film, they're like, okay, let's bring Maria back for a little bit. But this time she's going to be from the U.S. Air Force and uh, we're going to give her a good rank. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, Lashana just made her so, so dang likable in the films. I loved her so much. Um, It was actually, it's actually interesting and and difficult to reconcile that yeah she doesn't have presence in the comics like oh really they sold it so well that oh like this is they've been together through the air force and they were partners none of that is wow consistent with the comic yeah (laughs) and of course we haven't talked about 
Maria yet, like in general. Yeah, we probably could, but but you know, just maybe FYI. down the line for sure. Yeah, I hope. Oh yeah, because we're gonna have yeah. binary. To deal with. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, in the MCU, also she's seemingly uh, a single mother, and there's no father mentioned or established throughout the entire uh, series of stories that she's in, and um, she is for the most part, the original photon and it was on her, her aircraft. Yes. So you yeah. see that. Yeah. Like that was the whole thing was that she was photon. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where that's where the understandably. So Monica pulls her name from. Um, and so from there it goes into the friends more or less or associates, uh, were applicable. So Jimmy Wu, uh, no notable connections in the comics whatsoever. Jimmy yeah. was a very different person in the comics, so that doesn't that doesn't uh, strike me too too surprisingly. Um, but Jimmy Woo in the MCU is portrayed by Randall Park. Uh, first seen in 2018's Ant Man and the Wasp. Last seen in 2023's Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, which is kind of wild. So he's been around for oh, wow. five years already. He's already he's already lived half his the average tenure in the MCU. That's crazy, yeah. Right? And so in the MCU, Jimmy Woo is FBI agent uh, who co-opted with Monica during the Westview investigations. And uh, yeah, he was basically a liaison along with Darcy Lewis, portrayed by Kat Dennings for Monica when she was trapped in the Westview uh, eras. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought they had a great chemistry in the show like they weren't i guess they were yeah they were on screen together a couple of times but but yeah it was it was cool to like pair them together yeah, like especially for that show you're like like oh i wonder who's gonna be in this show and you're like oh, okay it's jimmy woo like oh my god <laughs> i love jimmy woo yeah um and then uh there's nick fury of course uh so in the comics captain marvel rapidly earned full avengers membership at one point, uh, I believe Captain Marvel, Monica's Captain Marvel, actually ended up um, leading the team at for a very brief time. Oh, okay. Very brief period of time. Um, but yeah, they they Nick and Monica took part in several missions together. Uh, and <laughs> I forgot I wrote this. Such as saving Nick Fury and the president from Plant Man. Not Plant Man. <laughs> Man. Oh my god, they would have a name oh, for everything. Yeah. No, he's a little scary. Look at this guy. <laughs> Plant Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's no Groot. What he is, is actually kind of like Is that know. is that MCU's poison ivy? Oh, I mean, actually. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you had to choose. Yeah, yeah. So that's hilarious. Um, that's it. That's another <laughs> that's another big baddie that we might see in the not so distant future, depending. Man, if Jim's gun was still around, he'd put him in a movie. <laughs> and it'd be and we and we'd care about that yeah. that person. <laughs> Amazing. Um and then on the flip side of things, Nick Fury portrayed in the MCU by, of course, Samuel L. Jackson. Um United by Sword and Saber operations, though not on screen until the Marvels, which is interesting to think about. Because uh, I think it was at the end of WandaVision uh -huh. when Monica is like all said and done. And then 
Is it a scroll that comes to her and is like in WandaVision? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a it's a, a it's a scroll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who wants to speak to you? Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. And he's he's up there. He's up there. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, Fury becomes a bit of a mentor for Monica, uh, especially knowing the common thread between her family and Carol. Uh, he kind of played like <laughs> he was kind of like a catalyst for many things when it came to the Marvels. Um all three of them individually as well as together. Uh, but I did like their dynamic, especially, you know, like, I mean, Sam Jackson is just good with everybody. Like it's, it's not, you even can have, a joke. you can have chemistry with anyone, anybody, anybody. Oh my goodness. Especially kitty cats. <laughs> and then there's Kamala Khan. And so uh, in the comics, it's surprisingly not much notable crossover. Uh, mm-hmm. Not until very recently, especially it's another case of where, the films again are affecting the comic books where they didn't really have a lot in common because again monica in the comics isn't named after carol she yeah. had her own version for the name um but now there are gonna make but comics now, probably yeah exactly yeah there is that there's been a couple already um and so yeah the their common thread is carol uh at the end of the day and so the trio have uh co-opt uh in various versions of team-ups with other superheroes but had it really been sort of like an exclusive trio until the last three to five years, yeah. maybe, if even that, that's pre- that's being pretty generous, if you ask me. But um, yeah, they, they've had, they have, I think, one or two titles in the last year or so. Um, really fun to be expected. Like, again, like Kamala's how you can expect her. Carol's a, kind of a hard ass, but Monica's even tougher in a weird way, but they all get along together really well. Um, which sounds about right. And then, uh, of course, Kamala Khan in the MCU, portrayed by Iman Vellani, the amazing Iman Vellani. She's amazing. <laughs> ah, she's even like the best in person. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. I'm like, just stay pure and wonderful. Just yeah, going. she's going to run the MCU at some yeah, point. Yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm down for it. I'm ready for it. And then, um, yeah, where, where Nick was sort of the mentor for Monica, Monica sort of became a mentor for Kamala yeah. in, in the process of it all. And then, uh, yeah, they, they two connected through Carol as well as their light-based powers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was great to kind of like, because, you know, with, with a character like Kamala, having her origin story and, and her fleshing out her powers through her own miniseries, being, being thrust into this, full-fledged film of like superhero goodness yeah so she's she's it's almost like they take that long version and they're like how do we shorten it yeah and give her the same sort of like learning curb but in a shorter time yeah yeah and so she kamala learns very quickly thanks to monica and again like these incredible fight scenes (laughs) that they do i mean yeah she kind of she's almost kind of like I mean, almost like how um, Tom Holland Spider Man first like intro, yeah. just like Civil got thrown, just got thrown into a fight, yeah. and you're like, all right, and he's yeah. like, what do you want me to do? He's like, uh, just do what we discuss, web him up. Hey, have you seen that old movie? <laughs> oh, Jesus, Tony, how old is this kid? <laughs> and so then funny. same thing with Kamala, you, <laughs> yeah. you, she's like, she she's like, oh, she's alongside her hero, but also yeah. like, uh, but these are, I might actually die. So I, what did she say? She's like. I can't fly. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, you just throwing exactly the and then the I, I think I talked about it in the in our Marvels review where yeah. she can't save everybody yeah. on that scroll kind of like yeah. um, hideout refuge. Yeah, 
like she she's like well everyone's gonna like you and then carol's like you we save who we can save and you live with the you know and it's mm-hmm. just like what why can't we save mm-hmm. it's like we can't yeah like it sucks but yeah yeah so yeah being a hero superhero is tough it's super tough and yeah it was interesting because like monica and carol were almost like good cop bad cop in a lot of ways because Carol would like Monica would kind of give her the vibe without saying too much, but Carol would like assert the dominance of like, yes. I'm going to tell you why this is bad. But then of course on Aladna, Kamala and Monica, <laughs> yeah. just like vibe in everybody's like thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved, I love the part where like, you know, what does she say to her? She's like, what is the, what is your fanfic? What she oh saying? yeah yeah she's like where does this fall in your marvel when you're captain marvel fanfic, fanfic. or something like it's yeah. just like <laughs> yeah Come like, on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> i love the part where doing that whole princess marvel scene like monica straight up has two drinks in her hands double fisting drinks and she's just swaying and then kamala's just like starry-eyed oh it's so good it's so good she's um, the best yeah, they're great together. And so I, I don't know, I'm kind of excited. I like I'd like to see them all together again, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they it won't be just the three of them anymore. Like it might just be, you know, different versions of them with other characters. Yeah, we'll too. see. We'll see. And then of course there that leaves Carol Danvers. And so it wasn't until just a few years ago that the two became close in the comic books. And again, because of their similarities. And so, yeah, this is like we're talking last five to ten years. Like, mm-hmm. even though Carol has been around since what, 70s? And, yes. And Monica's been around since the 80s. Like, they didn't just, they didn't become actual friends until this modern era. And again, much ado probably to the, to the films. And so, um, to be expected, they've undoubtedly teamed up with many, you know, many times uh, with other Marvels as well as um, between Monica and Carol themselves. They've even teamed up collectively with both the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy um, to help Carol defeat some of the big baddies in the books. And so I, I mentioned, uh, or we even discussed in our Carol Danvers episode, Leah, Carol was was kind of more or less a guardian of the galaxy for a while. Mm-hmm. And so that just brings a whole intergalactic cosmic level to to all of these characters. And so for Monica to be part of that sort of collective isn't surprising because her powers are insane. Yeah. <laughs> so it tracks. It totally tracks. And then I put for Carol Danvers in the MCU, portrayed by Brie Larson, <laughs> I put... Hello. <laughs> I put, we all know. So let's just talk about this. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so what are your, what are some of your thoughts on the dynamic between and the growth between these characters in only two films? Yeah. I love the growth because obviously we all know, um, cause the way that I love, because they see, they, they saw Carol leaving and helping other galaxies. Yeah. They both saw it differently. Like Carol was like, I'm the only one that, that could probably, you know, help these other galaxies. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Monica is like, well, we waited for you. Yeah. And like, Pain, you, were, like you, you were never here or, yeah. I mean, she did come that one time when she found out that Maria was, you know, had cancer and everything. Yeah. But yeah. to Monica, it's like, where were you? You know? Exactly. So they were both, they both, they both are validated in, in how they feel and mm-hmm. like, you know, but 
to see them like like I felt that awkward tension in the movie mm-hmm. where where Monica was like, no, I don't want to talk to her, not like this. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, right. And then and then the whole power switching happened, and then I was just like, I was like, I mean, to me, it, it was like, oh, this is gonna build up to a point where it's like it's Maria. Or it's Monica and uh, and Carol in the same room, mm-hmm. and like, what's that going to be like for both of them? You know, and mm-hmm. obviously we get that in the was in in the Jersey, uh, part, and then Carol's like, "Hey," and then Monica's like, "Hi," and then she's like, "Okay, well, we have to let's the let's figure this out. We have to figure yeah. this out." Um, so I love the growth immediately. Like they didn't waste time with it. There's like, look here, mm-hmm. uh, like this is this is how I felt and why I felt that way. Mm-hmm. This is what I did. This is why I felt this way. And then it was like. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, mm-hmm. let's, let's now yeah. let's now let's do this. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it, and I hope we see more of them together at some point. Yeah. Um, but excited to see where they all end up. Yeah, I fully agree. Um, my God, it's 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 great because like even though they were portrayed, Monica was portrayed by two people you'd still feel the connectivity because Brie is a great actress. Like you feel the connection she had with Akira Akbar and then with Tiana Paris mm-hmm. as an adult. And it's still the same sort of energy, which is kind of wild. Cause like, that's like, you forget like, Oh yeah, it's not the same person. Yeah. But she, she consistently carried that. She, she really pulled together the thread of like, Oh, she's, trying to be the same auntie that she was that she once was but yeah, yeah. which is crazy because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure brie larson and tiana paris are close in age yeah i think so <laughs> i think or at least like not that far not off that far it's off. not like one significantly older no, than the, than the next so, so yeah. i keep forget i was like i was like oh yeah like monica sees carol as an as like, auntie carol yeah exactly <laughs> right let me see brie larson <laughs> Oh yeah, actually Tiana is like two years older. Oh wow, <laughs> less than two years older. Yeah, um, so so yeah, it's 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 interesting, you know, that they. But again, testament to the actresses. Um, but I think they the way that they developed this particular bond over the course of let's be real one film is really believable, and it does make sense for this version of the characters. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like this version of Monica has come has gone through a different route and we're really introduced to her family tree, which is really just two people in a way that gives her so much depth and then works perfectly with Carol and kind of how stoic and cold and serious that that character generally is. Mm-hmm. But she does have her moments. But a big reason of why she has moments is because of Monica and Maria. Yeah. So I kind of love that. Like, again, this is like, this doesn't happen too often in the Marvel Universe, at least, you know, in, in until recent times. But these leading heroes that confide more and find love within their families and found families rather than partners, yeah. right? Like, they don't have to have, because they were going hard for a while. They were like, every major character we're introducing, they're going to have a partner. Yeah. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And this is a perfect example of why that doesn't have to be. Because, like, yeah. Carol, like, people always like, okay, but who's she dating? And it's like, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. She's married. She's, she's also married. 
screen. <laughs> Which is funny because they played everybody, right? They played everybody like in a weird oh, way. Like, so funny. like not only is she not actually dating any, or is she dating Valkyrie? And she's married. <laughs> if anyone could have seen that face that Jeffrey just made, what is that? What who does that face? What character? Maybe they're just good friends too, man. No, they for sure. Yeah, you never know. But yeah, like the, the that whole thing, and that's a thing that Guardians really got right. Was that it? Wasn't just Peter and Gamora. It was like really the collective. Oh, you love just of need that group. you just need meaningful relationships. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And so I really love how they've carved that. And I think that people who don't see that and just look past it or see through it mm -hmm. are missing it entirely. Like they're missing yeah. the bigger picture. So nerds to you guys i love this <laughs> i'm here for it <laughs> it makes me love carol so again this is like it's changed it's changed how i look at the character so mm -hmm. so you got to give it to the rambos man and that brings us to our second pop quiz last one for 2023 i mean it's gonna go just as bad as the first one ah, this is an easy one it's just one or the other that's what they all say <laughs> in the comics who held the captain marvel moniker first Carol, Carol or, or, or Monica. Or Monica? Yeah. I feel like this is a trick question. Is it? Like I feel like I know the I feel like I know the answer, but I'm also like, it's gonna screw me over. We 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 discussed this in our Carol episode too. But we I didn't ask this question, but we have discussed it. Oh my god. So it's <laughs> See now, I'm, see, I am an overthinker. Okay, <laughs> you give me the, the least options, you, the, the the less options you give me, the more I'm gonna yeah. be like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my gut is saying Carol. Like <laughs> <laughs> just because the, but I think it's also me. Like like oh, you that's, said you, Carol has had it longer. Has had it longer. Or had it first. Uh. First, sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> first. Carol had it first. That's what my gut is saying. Okay. But I feel like that's not the case here. <laughs> uh, can well. I no, go ahead. Go ahead. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Sputter. <Spider> Die. <laughs> I'm going to say. Well, Wait. I would okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> when did Captain. Okay. This is the, we do so many episodes and I have to remember all the origins of their first appearances and all the, when they first came out. But I feel like Carol has been there longer. Doesn't mean she was Captain Marvel. First. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky did not like that. <laughs> Sorry, Buck. <laughs> Sorry, Buck. It's okay. Go seep seeps. <laughs> Oh, don't don't mind the flirking, Jeff. Because we were, because <laughs> we just talked about earlier in this episode. Yeah, she got the moniker in the eighties. So, but what? Oh my god! Right. You know what? I'm just not gonna answer it. You're gonna tell me. <laughs> the, <laughs> I Safe. can't be wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna be wrong or right for this last question. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, Monica. It was Monica. Yes. <laughs> so Monica has actually held the moniker as early. Again, she the origin story came in in 1982. She's had it since 1982. Whereas Carol, you got to remember, she was Ms. Marvel for a very, Ms. Marvel. very long time. Mm. Long time until Kamala came in. Mm. Almost quite literally. Mm. And so Carol didn't become Captain Marvel until 
30 years later. Oh my gosh. In 2012. My God. She's only been Captain Marvel for a decade. Wow. And Captain Marvel, the film, came out in 2018, five years ago. So that's kind of wild. Do the math. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that. The more you know. Wow. As for notable adversaries, so Monica has a few dedicated adversaries in the comics, but they don't have full-fledged MCU counterparts. And so the first one is a character that people were speculating that uh, Zowie Ashton was going to be in the Marvels, who was Moonstone, mm-hmm. Carla Sofen, obviously debunked, not happened. She did not, it did not happen at all. Um, but there is rumors that she could pop up in the MCU uh, in a future film, so we'll see about that. Another one is Blackout, aka Marcus Daniels, uh, a wielder of the Dark Force. So, or, or the Dark Force, and you know the, all that stuff. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if if that comes about in any manifestation. Um, other than that, we're just going to concentrate on the two major enemies that she encounters, Monica encounters in both Disney Plus and the cinematic film. First off, Jeffrey's wifey, Wanda Maximoff. Yes! <laughs> Sadly, there are no notable connections in the comics. Yeah, well. So there's not much to talk about there. Sounds about right. Yeah, the, again, it's it's one of those, you know, by proxy, they're in the same panel because they're all Avengers type of thing. But nothing major, um, especially not to the extent of WandaVision, uh, where, of course, she's portrayed by Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, quick recap. Um Wanda infiltrated Westview, New Jersey, controlling its citizens, including the newly absorbed Monica Rambeau, known simply as Geraldine, which was interesting. I forgot about that part. She was first introduced as like, Geraldine. I was like, what? And they're like, oh, she's going to be Monica Rambeau, by the way. Like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, And then she was ejected after the birth of Billy and Tommy. Mm -hmm. And Wanda did the forever ominous head tilt yeah <laughs> of silence kicked her out kicked her out uh and then she managed to reemerge past the hex with the newfound rewritten dna and then she dabbled a little bit with ralph boner That's so good <laughs> and the final confrontation before being recruited for saber yeah it's like kind of wild thinking but because again i haven't watched it in a while yeah in a while well, I just think I think I think that's what I like about the MCU is sometimes like if they don't have any connections in the comic book, yeah, they'll just pick. They're like, oh, like who can we pair together yeah. and just bring them in and put them in a sh- in a yeah in an MCU project, and it's For like sure. like oh, I would have never like maybe never. like 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 a comic fan, right? Yeah, they would have never thought like oh, Wanda and Monica, yeah, um, like interacting, interacting, yeah. So it's like whoa, okay, and it was like kind of perfect and it makes sense yeah you know because she was part of like all again all the eras almost all the eras that wanda had crafted for for westview yeah and so to kind of have her be like this conduit of like trying to get information of to why it's happening (laughs) but also leveling the field so that wanda would come back to her senses and figure things out is also so pivotal for the character growth for both of them Especially Monica, because yeah, it, it really shows her like heroism. Um, but yeah, she was super fun in 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 WandaVision and the, the Ralph Boner stuff. I forgot all about it until so I was writing funny. it up. I was like, oh my god, that's right. Um, yeah, and so 
those two have not, I mean, clearly have not had any interaction since, and I doubt they will. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they treat Wanda, Wanda in the yeah. future. And if, if there will be any sort of crossover with new Wanda and how that might affect Monica. And she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? 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 What happened here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that leaves us with Darben. So... <sighs> This is an interesting character because so many people, like, you know, people were not at all well-versed with high evolutionary. At all. Right? Yeah. Unless you know classic comics, you're like, who yeah. is this guy? Same with He Who Remains. Let's be honest. Like, like Kang was not, like, he's not a deep cut, per se, but he is a character that was, like, very classic, then disappeared, then reemerged in modern days. But Dar Ben is like kind of a deep cut, but also a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> because um, this is an, a gender bent character, he, and the character is canonically male, uh, but a Kree soldier who challenged the Kree leader. <laughs> There's this Kree leader in the comics. His name is literally Clumsy Fallup. Clumsy Fallup. So it's basically clumsy fuck up is his name. That's hilarious. Which is kind of wild. It's a real story, a true story in the comic books. Clumsy himself was a less than competent crew member under a space pirate named Captain Reptile. Jeez. And of course the spelling of reptile is edgy. It's R-E-P-T-Y-L. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then Clumsy became leader of the Cree Empire by overthrowing a scroll by the name of Contemplator who sought to destroy the Kree. So again, this calls back to the legendarily long Kree versus Skrull war that's gone on for eons and eons and eons. And short story shorter, both Darben and his co-emperor were killed by Deathbird, empress of the Shi'ar Empire, a, a galactic royal family. I've mentioned... Wow. I've mentioned Deathbird and her sister Lalandra a few times because mm -hmm. Lalandra was the wife of Professor Charles Xavier. At one yes. Point. Yeah. And so Deathbird is the crazy sister, <laughs> the crazy baby sister who is is like a humanoid bird. They're they're like a family of royal like birds, but they're like humans. Uh -huh. But they have bird like attributes. So like her hair is like feathers, right? Mm -hmm. And so anyway, she's crazy and she killed him. <laughs> so oh Darben did not live very long in the comics. And and they also didn't have any really uh, formal ties with Monica. So again, it's like they're pulling together two unlikely scenarios to make something work. But it does work in the MCU, especially because of the Kree factor. So mm. there it is. Boom, Kree. Um, and of course, in the MCU, Darben portrayed by Zoe Ashton, uh, Tom Hiddleston's partner, first and last seen in the Marvels. We will not see Darben again. I'll tell you that much. Rip. <laughs> A member of the fallen Kree Empire of Hala, the same home planet as Ronan the Accuser, as seen in the Guardians of the Galaxy film. Um, and again, Kree, they're longstanding adversaries of the Skrulls. So... This is a ages long war that's just never ending and, and it shows in the film. And so yeah. Darben's whole thing was siphoning and stealing natural resources for Hala. One more can be said. Because it was taken away by the Annihilator. Annihilator. I was I like, damn. Like there was like, there was like a small split <laughs> second where I was like, damn, like Captain Marvel really was like Yeah, dude. Like screw what was it? The, the Oh my God. The Hi, was it? Oh, it's high. Is it, it's not high evolutionary. No, no, no. It, was, it's it, oh, God, the the, the big, big higher, daddy, the higher something. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bother me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not googling it right now. <laughs> Google it. No, I'm not. Captain Marvel, hire. <laughs> no, what's the? No, we're thinking of the tagline. What's the name? Oh my gosh. It's Diane. It's what's her face? <laughs> oh my god. No, not that. The supreme intelligence. Supreme. I was gonna say I'm, higher intelligence. I was like, no. I'm it's gonna not keep higher. that pause in there, <laughs> so people know that. Oh, they really know their stuff. We no. don't. We don't remember everything. <laughs> I know. The supreme intelligence. The, yeah. the runner. Supreme the, intelligence. They ran Hala, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and Captain Marvel swooped in. And was like, yeah. I'm done with you. Bing, bing bang, boom. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. I'm also Robbie. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was, but this is a what I what I appreciated about that is that it was another example of how Carol was like, I was doing the right thing, and then to to Monica, she was like, I was doing the right thing. <laughs> it was like they're both bad things, but she thought in her brain like. Like, yes, right I thing. am destroying yeah. the the bad the bad thing that ruined yeah. my life. Yeah, not knowing that it ruined the lives of a, a whole planet, countless <laughs> others. Yeah, which in turn then Domino which is effects. basically America. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I'll be here all week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So so yeah, that's it's like a big deal, you know, like the the yeah. the whole butterfly effect of that. Right. Like, like, you know, the saying is that heroes and villains alike are not they're not born. They're made. And so Darben wasn't a bad person. Like in the flashback, you see that, you know, she was even wearing the 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 Kree uniform that they all wore, the Mm -hmm. green uniform. So she was training to be a soldier until the Annihilator came and destroyed her planet. And then she was like, okay, screw this. I don't want to be a soldier anymore. I'm going to eventually grow and overtake the empire and take the throne. And I'm going to lead these people. And I'm going to, I'm going to destroy other planets to get what our planet needs back. So it's kind of like, holy smokes. And it's all because of the Annihilator. The Annihilator. (laughs) I don't like that name. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, so Darben was great. Uh, Definitely more Carol skewing than Monica, but a great villain for what, her purpose was yeah um i think definitely uh underrated and overlooked in a, in a weird way but she did great i thought zavi was great as darben and again served her purpose gave to the storyline cut off yeah finito great that's fine yeah which of course unfortunately left monica hanging high and dry in uh earth one zero 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 six one zero zero six, I think so, and uh, with the X Men, but that's okay because X Men, X Men, X Men, they're coming, they're coming, and so love interests. Uh, Monica is not a long term relationship sort of person, but she has had two people in particular in the comic books that do not have MCU counterparts whatsoever. So we've not been introduced to either of these characters. We're about to briefly discuss, but. Um, first off, there is Jericho Drum, known as Brother Voodoo. Uh, the two grew close during a team-up alongside Blade and Luke Cage. Yo, that team-up is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. Because, like, Brother Voodoo is is exactly what he is. That's he's, crazy. He's like a voodoo guy. Like, you know, there's a Doctor Strange, sure. There's a Wong. 
but there's a brother voodoo. like does he have like a like a like, yeah. a, like a figure with him no but he's <laughs> got the it's it, it's all based of the new orleans vibe that they brought in uh, yeah and so with blade and luke cage on top of that you got this like i think they took out like new orleans vampires at one point which is like oh actually thinking about the game i was like oh, what <laughs> so maybe there's a tie-in but but yeah, Brother Voodoo's he's he's a great character. He's not he's not too often used in mainstream storylines, but I, I I've enjoyed him where he's been. Um and then, you know, despite their chemistry, Monica wanted something far more casual and far less serious than Jericho. Um and he wanted a serious relationship, and so that ended their relationship. Um, and then there's Adam Brashear, aka Blue Marvel. So this is the How one. How many Marvels are there? That's the thing. They're basically like the Green Lantern corpse. Oh my gosh. Core. core. Corpse sounds better. Um, <laughs> core. Yeah. So it's like there's a whole slew of them, but they're just different in their own way. So yeah. So Adam Brashear is the one that people were betting on. He was gonna make a cameo at the end of WandaVision, or he oh. was gonna make a cameo in Secret Invasion, or he was gonna pop up in the Marvel somewhere because he is like somebody that people are like, Oh yeah, let's yeah. get another brother of color like to come <laughs> in and like, you know, really yeah. really pop things off. Especially for Monica and 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 the Marvels, you know. And so um sadly we have not seen him yet but uh you know people have their fan castings here and there if you look them up but as far as the comics are concerned he is a scientist and a veteran whose powers originated from antimatter energy sources um adam himself became a living stable antimatter reactor with his superhuman abilities so this could coincide with so many characters like <laughs> antimatter energy source like Dude. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of wild. Um, his prowess of matter manipulation is so strong, he was able to rearrange the photons in Monica's physiology to stop anti-photons from destroying her body, which essentially made her an immortal being of light in the comic books. Holy. So he bestowed upon her, like, immortality by rearranging her physiology. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, he's next level for sure. And then, uh, like Jericho, though, Monica grew closer. They, they they grew closer romantically. And then, you know, over the course of team-ups, work, work friends <laughs> with benefits. And work then, ben- with benefits. Yeah. But then she was like, I'm good. And then she just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Love Get that. It, girl. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, they, they're no longer together. But both of them, I believe, still hit her up every now and then. Like, hey. Hey girl, how you doing? You up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The audacity. Ah, that's funny. Uh, there's this there's this mini series called Marvel Divas that I really liked. It was very short. I think it was four issues, maybe five issues, and it was Firestar, Monica, Black Cat. Whoa! And God, who's the fourth Hellcat? So the blonde girl from Jessica Jones. Okay. Her. Okay. Black okay. Cat, Monica, and Firestar. And so the whole thing is like they just kind of like became friends over this brunch or lunch, whatever, and they fight crime and they talk about men. It's so funny. It was one of the girliest things ever, but it was really good. Marvel Divas. It says it in the name. And so almost was 
Uh, no other reports of who auditioned for the role have been have surfaced. Uh, I combed a lot of articles. Nothing, nothing to be found anywhere. Though it was most definitely not the only one um, Tiana herself auditioned for. So uh, she stated that she submitted many auditions for Marvel over the years. And she never landed a role until she got the callback for WandaVision. So yeah, I mean, it's like, I, huh, who is she auditioned for? <laughs> I, I just want, I just wonder like how it goes now. Because like, yeah. I, I feel like last couple, maybe up either this year or, this, or episodes recently... Where there's hasn't been much almost buzz, but more of like they kind of knew who they wanted to play this character, even if it was a smaller character mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. like, except for, I mean, but then again, we, we've done Kamala and we know that there was a lot of auditions for it, but we've only ever heard that um, Iman was up for it. Like yeah. there was never... I mean, also Marvel's really good at keeping secrets, so... Exactly. Um, you never know who's, like, auditioning oh, <laughs> specifically for a role. Yeah. You never hear, like, like, ooh, these two or these three yeah, are... are no. Yeah, it's always, like, yeah. this is who's going to play this in the next, yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. It's like, so, and it seems to be all digital, too. Yeah. Because what was it, Iman? She did it over COVID. She got the... She got the yeah, she, but who... Was it Iman or was it uh, Sochi who was, like, oh, yeah, my aunt or my grandma sent me the link and it was, I was uh, like what it was iman yeah it was iman yeah, yeah. right she yeah. said that's yeah it's so bizarre so it's, it's crazy. like how does how does the, how is that how does how information does even get do, out how does it yeah. travel you know like <laughs> right, right, right that's crazy so so yeah so tiana has not i mean she, she i would imagine she probably auditioned for anything from black panther she probably auditioned for a couple of bit roles even and yeah. just like kept doing it kept doing it and they were like oh but not this time you know and then she finally landed uh monica which i was like heck yeah i mean great oh that's probably perfect for her to be honest um but yeah it's it's actually getting harder to find anybody else because yeah like you said it's like they just kind of go okay this person's gonna be the character or i mean they just they're really they're really really good at you know protecting like who they're auditioning yeah exactly and they never surface until years later like some of the ones that we've seen um but yeah so future of the character in the mcu thoughts well we now know (laughs) x-men we now know she's stuck in x-men an (laughs) x-men universe (laughs) with her mom that's not her mom previously on (laughs) x-men Uh, her mom is binary. In binary. It's so okay. That was like I know people would take that out of out of context. Yeah. <laughs> her mom is the superhero binary. Yeah. In this X Men universe, yeah. I forget the number. I think it's one zero 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 six. Yeah. And so, I mean, I said this in the in our Marvels review that uh, Monica's like probably like super like uh like shell-shocked i was one off sorry one zero 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 five okay <laughs> she's probably like oh my god mom and she's yeah. like mom the look on her face alone i was like i she- was like oh my god i can't well it's like it's, it's like put yourself in like a position of like oh your mom died you're like okay Dude, and, you're, and you're and you're grieving trauma. it yeah and all of a sudden you're transported to this you don't know where you are and then you see your mom in full health wearing a, you know and you're like like as, uh, as young as you look yeah and way. it's like yeah and then and then your and then your mom is like mom yeah i'm like oh no 
I was like, she doesn't have a kid in this mo- in this universe. <laughs> I love how you said that, and I was like, she doesn't know who she is. <laughs> we were both like mortified. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you hear a voice coming out, and then you know it's a boom, it's beast. You know, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, rocket. rocket. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're kind of, yeah. so now it's like in a how like is there going to be a point where like are they going to help her get back to her proper you know, MCU? Yeah. Um, world um because i know mcu has left a lot of um like uh threads that have not been kind of acknowledged Mm -hmm. which is fair it's you know it's really hard to work that into future projects and have it make sense so but this one i think is definitely like a setup where oh Mm -hmm. okay but the x-men are here yeah they exist yes in the mcu yeah but yeah, so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, the, our, the, the next like logical place to see her pop up is in Deadpool. Yeah. Because they're probably God, they're, be so good. Like they're going to obviously be universe hopping in the yeah. most Deadpool way. Yeah. So maybe either she makes a cameo or like is she going to be pertinent to the story? Because mm-hmm. she's stuck in an X-Men universe yeah. that has binary in it. Right. Which is insane because you... Go watch all the 2000s X-Men movies. I know. And you're like, and then you're like, wow, like <laughs> binaries <Yeah>. there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's the, that's the nuttiest part to me too is like, wow, they just dropped her in the middle. Okay. I mean, it makes, okay. I mean, it's like, it makes sense too. Yeah. It's a lot. It's logical. In full fledged, the most colorful costume that's ever so, <laughs> like uh, hit that universe. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's probably the next like logical. No, for sure. T- time we see her is. Whenever they acknowledge, is she going to get back to the to the M- per proper MCU? So or? there, there lies the question: How do you think she's going to get back? Does she come back? There's only one person in the world, in the universe, that can travel multiverses like that. America, <laughs> America, yeah, yeah. There's only one person I, that can do which, that. Which, by the way, sidebar, <laughs> but also segue. Sochi Gomez just won Dancing with the Stars. Oh yeah, and also. We have not seen America Chavez since Doctor Strange and the yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Because, like, I mean, we said this in our America Chavez episode, too. <laughs> like, I was like, we said, I don't know if people realize she's literally the only superhero yeah. of her kind. Yeah. No one else can do, it. Can do what yeah. she does. And you yeah. can't birth another person that does what she does. Yeah. So, yeah. She's the only person that can traverse the Ooh, multiverse. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, or 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 a. <laughs> but it's a good one. Or a t or a TV. No, no, or I like that okay. one. <laughs> or a, or a TVA, but uh, but we don't know how the TV mm. we don't know how the TVA is operating right now since obviously it's technically a new TVA, so no one knows how yeah. it's operating right now. Yeah. Only Loki knows, oh and the God. and the five people in that room. You're know. blowing my mind. <laughs> like I didn't. Even I watch the shows, people. Don't think I don't know anything. I don't just give reviews and and just like shit on things. No, you're right, though. You're absolutely right. Because I think also by that proxy, since we have not seen what the TVA currently stands as, I don't think they'll... That's not the place for that. Basically, the ending of Loki just stabilizes all the timelines, and that's all it does. That's all it does. But we don't know if there's workers or no. Like, there's only five people in that room. Yeah. And one of them's Victor Timely. (laughs) That is also true. So, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't. <laughs> the face is yeah, so like funny. I don't. I, I don't know if people like realize like no, what's really so like. True. That's why I'm like. I feel like this is like a. There's so many variables. I feel like the, I feel like the end of Loki is like a hard, a soft. I said a soft, a soft reset. Reset for yeah. the MCU moving forward because no, for sure. timelines are reset. Yeah. And there's only one person that could traverse the multiverse. Uh, Who's the choice? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I mean, also there is rumors in Deadpool three that the TV is involved. But you know. Really. Oh. <laughs> I thought that. Was, I thought you. I thought I you knew that one. That. I thought you knew that one, Dai. I didn't know that one, Jeff. Well, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's Deadpool. Like at this point, <laughs> the Smurfs are in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'll take anything and everything. It's like fine. I'm sure it'll it'll make sense in the end. I mean, like, even like with Ryan all the stuff, Reynolds even all the stuff that I've this. seen leaked, <laughs> even all the stuff that I've seen leaked, I'm yeah. also just like, how is like what's gonna get left on yeah. the cutting room floor? Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is gonna is gonna include every single freaking cameo that it's rumored to have and you know he needs his cut version <laughs> his director's cut version like excuse me as i hiccup so there's, i'm so happy so like i said yeah it's either tva yeah. but then i like I, the america one though but I think yeah america because, makes a lot of sense because basically america chavez is a mcguffin yeah like a good a, a, a like a bad like a a villain was gonna be like, oh, I need her. Like Wanda was like, I need yeah. her because yeah. I want to go to a universe where my kids exist. Mm. Whereas Doctor Strange is like, uh, no, that's yeah. not the best thing to do here. And it's like, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, for sure. I just don't. I don't think people like. Yeah. That's what I've seen. People understand how big of a an asset and a hero America Chavez is. Yeah. And now she has like a sling ring and everything. Now she can, yeah. who knows what she oh, can do. Oh, that's right. She's training in Yeah, she's training in Carmitage. Oh my gosh. Like she is a that's sorcerer. Right. She's a sorcerer now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is, there's so many, so many things that could happen. Like I feel like if there's one person that yeah. can cameo in any movie mm-hmm. and it makes sense, mm-hmm. it'd be America Chavez. Yeah. I agree. Obviously, it's a kind of overkill because you're just like, oh, here we go, traveling another multiverse. But sure. it's also just like, she's the only person that can do it. Yeah. Uh, Unless they enlist the next man. But it's also like, who are they going to introduce? I know. Because <laughs> none of the current, quote unquote, current ones could actually do that. Yeah. So we'll see. So we'll see. Like I said, ah, the options are amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows what she'll pop up? Yeah, I know. Oh, woo, woo, woo. Ready? It could be in less than a year, though, because that's yeah. when Deadpool drops, summer twenty twenty four, right? Yes, it is, the, yeah. it is the only movie, right? Coming yeah, out next year. Yes. Yeah, aside, Madame Web. So Deadpool's the only movie coming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zony. Uh, uh, but yeah, so so we shall see in due time. But before we go, some suggested reading for you. Uh, of course, Classic Avengers as well as her origin story and Amazing Spider-Man Annual number 16 from 1982. 1989's Captain Marvel standalone series by Dwayne McDuffie, Mark Bright, Stan Drake, and Paul Becton. As well as 2019 Strike Force from Teeny Howard, German Peralta, and Jordi Belair. And finally, but not least... 2023's Captain Marvel, Dark Tempest from Nocenti, Paolo Villanelli. I know him. He's fantastic. And Javier Tartaglia. Uh, Tartaglia. <laughs> ah, Italian. End of the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, so 
Next episode, with the holidays and the new year, we're happy to bring you our annual Marvel mashup of memorable, memorable moments from the season of the show. So join us in the new year. Um, well, before the new year, stay tuned for that. And then join us in the new year for our mini Marvel. It's going to kick off our 2024. Woo! So there should be some good stuff because we'll have Echo as well come in through the pipe. And then, um, what yeah. if? Oh, yeah, it comes out in yeah. December, no. January. January. Okay. So we'll be prepping for yes. for that. Yes. Well, maybe. I don't, guess we're going to be right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be full speed ahead into 2024. Woo. But uh, last but not least, uh, we are Groot Salute to Patreon patrons. Joliz, Tyler, Chris, Ashley, Edgar, Jenny, Andrea, Ariel, Claire, Melanie, Nats, Sherry, Laura, Eve, Katie, Robin, Ed, and Andrew. Follow us on social at S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. And if you like what you hear, please review, rate, and subscribe. Once again, thanks for listening. We will Catch y'all in the next one. See you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, she could have taken out Thanos on her own if he hadn't initiated a blitz. I mean, nobody else came close. Well, I'd argue that Captain Marvel came close. <laughs>